Hello, everyone. You're here with Maureen Siddiqui and Alexis Linehan. Welcome back for another episode of The Unleashed Leader, where we talk about all things leadership and how to break free from what is holding you back so you can truly become limitless. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unleashed Leader podcast. And today I have a very special treat. My friend and colleague and peer and everything else is here today. We've been reconnecting after many years. And although we stay connected through social media, it's really great to connect with those old friends that you've been with, worked with, and spend some really cherished time. I remember, Catherine, you being there when a really tough time when I lost my mother, and just you being there, that really comes to me, and you have a special place in my heart, because I I was going through something, having a meltdown, and you just held me along through it while I was in the workplace. (laughs) So that's, you know, so I wanted to welcome her. Catherine Maddox, please introduce yourself. What is it that you do? And, you know, what are you up to? Yeah, and definitely, I think we both were that for each other. That's why I've loved staying connected. Uh, I also called you from Italy, right? I was there on a major equipment visit and I had just had a miscarriage and gone through a DNC three days before and the hormones and the emotion and everything just hit me sitting at lunch having, I, I guess now what I would call a panic attack, although I don't think I knew what that was, maybe hormone release. And I called you, you were who I called, right? Because I had sat with you through your mom and everything you went through there. I, I knew you would be there for me and uh, same special price in my heart. And I love, I love seeing your success. And I, I love knowing that there's such a important person, you know, rich uh, heart there uh, behind you. that success. And it's always, you know, it's exciting when good people do well, right? Like you're like, yes. oh, I know her and she's amazing. She's amazing career wise and she's amazing personality wise. So Congratulations on all that success. So for me, what I'm up to, um, so I am currently leading a factory expansion project where I am uh, expanding a Stouffer's Lean Cuisine Sweet Earth uh, line. Uh, So we are adding a high automated um, single serve line. new technology in the United States, building the building around it, everything, doing so much I've never done before, uh, which is exciting and challenging and you know, we're not going to talk about it today, but lots of imposter syndrome fighting and everything else, right? <laughs> to be constantly doing something I've never done before every day is new and that's exciting and challenging. Prior to that, I would, so I worked for Nestle and um, prior to that, I've been a factory engineering manager out at the Haagen-Dazs factory before Nestle sold ice cream. So I'm living right now in Boiling Springs, South Carolina. And so in two years, I've lived coast to coast and relocated a family. My husband supports my career, uh, you know, fully. He, uh, we made the decision when we had our third child, um, our first one, who's now eight, she was born with significant special needs. And, you know, we made the decision after the third one came, we're like, what are we doing? You know, we're passing each other in the day. Like we're constantly, I was constantly stressed because I had the salary uh, position. So I was constantly stressed trying to, okay, I can get off early and take her to this therapy appointment. Then I got to take this one to their three month checkup. And then I got to, you know, and I was just constantly trying to reshuffle, reshuffle. And I wasn't able to really focus on my career. So uh, between some changes for him and his role and that getting really tough, uh, made the decision for him to stop working. And that's been four years, it'll be four years this November. And I, I honestly think that's part of the reason I've been able to be successful. That's part of my success story. Uh, I know tons of uh, 
wonderful women who've been able to do it both ways. But for us and her special needs, that's just been really a key unlock for us and our family. So uh, we've been married for, we've been together for 10 years and we've been married for uh, eight. And like I said, we have three kids, four, seven and eight. So it's yeah, just- Yeah, handful. And you know, I remember like when we had um, met, you know, that during that time in the mm -hmm. 2008, time or 2009 yeah. um, my husband had also lost his job during the downturn of the and if yeah. you remember that's how we met we were traveling yeah. and um yeah. it was tough and i had uh young kids there were six and three at the time but it yeah. also was a time where he was staying at home being mm -hmm. a dad he also went back to school mm -hmm. and i was working on the career and that's actually yeah. like the catapult for my career as well yeah uh, in Kraft Heinz where we worked together when it was formerly Kraft Foods. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I mean, I can totally resonate with what you've gone through. I'm sure many other women out there who have had to step up and take that breadwinner role. It is a tough decision, but sometimes it's the right decision to make. Right. And some they, 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 what they feel is that guilt that they're missing out. What would yeah. you say about that when you're building that work-life balance and really yeah. working through that guilt and making yourself available as well when you're trying to juggle a, a high-demand job and yeah. young kids at home and you've got a spouse that you like <laughs> relationship with, right? Women yeah. in general, when we take on high high roles like that, we we end up getting stretching ourselves, um, yeah. pulling every weight difference and so i just wanted to hear from you and the listeners want to hear from you like what did it take for you with a special needs child um taking on the breadwinner role and yeah. you know managing it all yeah i think uh you know well i have to say first of all my husband is i i've been around other women who take on the breadwinner role and their husband doesn't step into a full home manager position. And what I mean by that is, you know, the woman is still trying to manage all the dental appointments, all the doctor's appointments, still trying to manage all the school paperwork, still trying to do, you know, all the grocery shopping and, you know, split cooking and cleaning duties. And they're really doing that. And that's how we started four years ago. I mean, there, there was definitely a transition time, but after four years, I'll say I have, been, you know, with the funny, like stereotypical, I maybe 1950s husband where it's like, I don't know how to cut my daughter's peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So she doesn't freak out. Like, I have no idea. I don't know how she takes that. Right. I don't know. Um, I couldn't rattle off to you, my dentist, her dentist, uh, my daughter's dentist, you know, I couldn't, especially since we've only been here nine months, you know, I think that makes a big difference too, but he, he could, he keeps track of all that stuff and he does an amazing job. So I think, you know, honestly, I have to, I have to throw that out there because I can't like claim like, Oh, I'm, I'm juggling all this because the truth is I'm not, um, I have an amazing partner. And I think that comes with boundaries too and being okay. You mentioned guilt and I think guilt is such a uh, limiter of success. And I definitely have guilt over a lot of just random random things like environmental impact is one thing I have guilt about. Like we buy these, these single use plastics all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know better. Like, why am I doing, you know, I'll have like these random guilt moments. 
But when it comes to my kids, that's really gotten a lot better over the last four years. I don't feel it. Uh, so to give you a quick story, we moved uh, last December. Mm -hmm. uh, we, our home, we started on the trip. Uh, the home was packed up the 1st of December. And, you know, we made the trip on December 9th over literally across the country. I knew Christmas was going to be crazy. I knew I was going to be settling into a new house, all this stuff. I outsourced my Christmas presents. I had nothing to do with it. I had I had a friend who owned a toy store. She had a local business in the, in Ohio. And I said, hey, if I tell you what my kids like and I give you a certain dollar amount per kid, can you wrap? Set? And then she did. And it was amazing. It was exciting too. I didn't know what was coming out of the next box, you know? <laughs> that is small, small, small moment of panic when I thought there was a different number of gifts per kid because my kids are now at that age where they're counting, right? Yeah. But it all worked out like, no, it was so perfect. And I didn't have any any guilt in that. Like I was actually celebrating that. Um, I was like, this is awesome. And I was sharing it with other women. Like, this is great. Uh, don't feel guilty about it. Outsource what you don't care about. Outsource what doesn't bring you joy. Uh, when we moved here, so we showed up December 9th and I knew we were going to be landing in the evening. I paid somebody to put Christmas lights on our new house. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, couldn't believe how much that actually cost, but I, I went ahead and did it. And besides the guilt of spending money, you know, seeing my family, like, Hey, we're moving in the middle of the year, that stress with them, seeing the kids get to see the house for the first time with Christmas lights on it. You know, like I did those things to make those investments in my family, to show them that it matters. I want them to feel excitement over the relocation. I want them to feel happy, but I'm not putting the pressure on myself. Cause other than a couple phone calls and talking through the design with the lighting person, I didn't have to do anything. They came and took them back down too. Awesome. You know, like best thing ever. So I would just say, you know, setting boundaries and then outsourcing has been like kind of one of my levers for being successful, if you want to call it that, right? It's still a struggle, still balanced, trying to figure that out. And I do think one of the failures that ba using the word balance sets people up for it is they need to feel like at any point in time that they need to be in balance. And that's, it's, it's setting yourself up for, for failure. There's going to be times where you're not in balance and it's going to be a season. And as long as you don't let that see, you know, it's like in our, in our environment, right? There's four seasons of, well, where some of us live, there's four seasons, right? <laughs> um, and there's going to be seasons of growth and there's going to be, you know, a springtime, but then there's also going to be a wintertime and you can't like overreact to like, oh, I need to massively change my career. I need to massively whatever. Now, again, that goes back to boundaries and timeline, being clear with your manager or yourself, like, hey, I'm out of balance right now, but I can see an, I can see the end in three months, right? I know the equipment's going to be installed, or I know this key project's going to be funded, or whatever it is. You just have to, I mean, and I've had times with myself where I set that limit. It's like, okay, this should be better by December because this talent's going to be here. I'll have more support, and then somebody else quits, or you have to fire somebody else, and you, don't have, you now have another gap on your team, right? So you do have to be careful that that time that you honor then that commitment you made to yourself, or in my case, another thing is then you treat yourself, right? So I was like, oh, nope, we're going to do vacations different. We're going to do better vacations this year because I know it's going to be intense in between the vacations, but I'm going to then carve out this, this summer. We went to Gatlinburg. We went back to Oklahoma where my husband's family is. Um, we went to Dustin, Florida. So we took a lot of trips you know, in the last few months, because the time in between hasn't been very good, if I'm honest, hasn't been very good quality time. And back to your comment about guilt, I guess that's how, you know, and I made, I went online and I, super annoying app I was using, but I made a picture book for my kids. 
of our summer vacation. You know, uh, one of those hardbound uh, picture books mm -hmm. because I'm going to give it to him because, hey, you know, mommy's getting ready to start traveling with her job. And at least then they're going to, they, because they're at the age, I think all kids are like this. I probably was way past even my teenage years. You know, it's like their understanding of this is a season is much harder than mine, right? Where I can say, oh, it's just going to be bad for three or six months, but we have 18 years together or we have all this time together. Um, yeah, so those are the couple things. Boundaries, I guess, uh, outsourcing and treating yourself because um, you deserve it. Yeah, I going back to outsourcing, what I, I don't know if you picked up on it, but what you said is that you're investing in time. It yeah. may look like you're investing in gifts or the lights or whatever. You're thinking, oh my God, I'm spending so much money on this. But what that served for you was the memory that you shared when they were opening the presents. So the memory that you shared, um, you know, you could have been struggling like, oh, now we got to put up lights on the house. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's like that peace of mind that's being taken care of. And you were able to share that moment with your family. And it was a surprise, a gift to you too, right? Yeah, it, was. it was fun. I was like, oh, wow, those dolls, like I wouldn't have picked those out or the toys I wouldn't have thought, you know, to get. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and when you start to invest in those type of things, I feel that people start to see more abundance in other areas of their life as well. And God starts to provide, you know, even absolutely. more because you are serving it for your family need. You're not wasting it. And what that's what I just love that you said, because we feel the same way. My husband and I are the same way. Let's spend money on um, experiences, going away for a weekend so that we're all together. Because, you know, mm -hmm. during the hustle and bustle, like you said, we're passing each other, but not really yeah. connecting with one another. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. sometimes you've got to create that, especially when you are living that high caliber of life style with your uh, ambitions mm -hmm. that you have to take time to slow down. And, you know, Oprah Winfrey, um, I, she's one of my like people that I really yeah. realize, like, look at how far she went with through all the struggles she went through. Mm -hmm. And, but even then core in the inside, she connects with people. She mm -hmm. connects with, um, creating the boundaries so that she's able to connect and do good with others. Although she doesn't have like a family, a traditional family of her own, but yeah. she has created that around herself, um, you know, and, and, and has poured into it. Yeah. The other thing you said is about seasons. Mm -hmm. Really great. Cause we, Alexis and I talk about that in our program. Yeah. Um, with the along with balance with seasons, you talked about, you know, there's a time to grow and then there's a yeah. time to hibernate, right? Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. okay. And sometimes mm -hmm. people who are feeling stuck and I don't know what it is, this is great. This is mm -hmm. so great because mm -hmm. you realize that everything that you have right now, you, mm -hmm. you created by who you're being, yeah, and how you're showing up. And now you want more. There's something yep. that's not right. So you you have you go internal, you hibernate. Yeah. To Absolutely. figure out what it is that you want to do and yep. then you grow again. And it feels uncomfortable when you get out yep. there. You want to make sure you set up support and mm -hmm. um, set up, you know, a mentor for you to reach yep. out to or whatever it is that you need. And another thing you said was. Um, I love how you're making me sound so wise, by the way. Like, <laughs> I love you it. Wise, but you don't even realize it. The, the quality time. The, uh, eliminating guilt and focusing on quality time. This mm -hmm. all comes from communication, right? And communicating to your spouse, communicating mm -hmm. to your employers, 
communicating to your community right. with children. And you can create that space for you. So mom has to work right now for this, 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 but I'm going to be here because kids don't need us 24 seven. Right. That's a myth. Yes. That's a myth. They will take yes. 30 minute or that hour that yeah. you can spend, you know, with them. Yeah. They are because they, they're going to, as they grow, they start to go more and more distant from you. They need that time yeah. to build their identity. So exactly. that guilt and really putting in that time for quality time with them mm -hmm. is what we need to focus on rather than feeling guilty. Stop and I think you have to check like the purity of what you're going to put in the mail, the moment, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Check the purity of it. Like if you're making time, cause there's times where I just be better to stay at work for an extra hour. Like granted I should be home by six o'clock, whatever, but if I'm going to go home and I'm going to be like more focused on my text messages that are going off. Cause I got like an issue going on. I think when my, three-year-old was playing with like a block of wood and she was like hold on mommy i have to check this text and, you know she puts her hand up to me i was like "Ooh, okay that's a learned behavior yeah, for me you know, like that's not good um you know so you have to check the purity of what you're going to put into the moment because if you're just doing it on a guilt or whatever else it's not going to come through in the way you wanted it and you're just going to be stressed out yeah and they're going to feel that they'll feel that right versus yeah i'm only home for an hour and a half before they go to bed but how do i make that hour and a half more impactful how do i make it more peaceful how do i make it more engaging oh, and that they feel val yeah that's yeah. fulfilling for me too right um i'll tell you if i could outsource bath time i would outsource it because i just don't really enjoy i don't it's not i always thought when i was a mom like this peaceful cute bath time no i freaking hate that i hate baths i hate trying to get your damp kids into pajamas that they won't go on right and then i got like a eight-year-old special needs who can't really coordinate trying to get her long legs through pajamas. oh no i hate it if i could hire somebody to come over and just give baths to my kids i probably would like I'm going to pray for the next house I move into. Maybe I'll find like a teenager. Hey, can you just come over and babysit from like, you know, seven o'clock to seven forty-five? That's all I need. Yeah. Bathe them and dress them. <laughs> That's so funny. Did you, you know, you said something, you know, work-life balance doesn't really exist. And that's what Alexis and I talk about where there is really, it's just that it's balancing mm -hmm. and there's seasons of it. And what, um, as women, we need to do is always foresee what is important to us. Yeah. And Alexis and I teach our clients, um, look at, look ahead at your week on a Sunday, you know, look ahead at your week and write down three things right this week that are really important to you because right. things are always balancing. Maybe mm -hmm. it's more quality. I need more quality time with my spouse. Yeah. I need to, um, I I'd like to get some focus on my well-being. Maybe that's working out two days. Mm -hmm. um, and then for work, I want to make sure that I get these things done with my work. If you can just put those three goals and then put it into your calendar, you will live a more fulfilling life. Absolutely. Right? You don't, you don't prioritize, you schedule your priorities. You don't it's prioritize your schedule, happen. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You may have weeks that are much more engaged because you may be traveling for work, so it's more work focused. But then the following week, you may want to have more family time or graduation is like in my family, yeah. graduation's coming up or oh whatever is <laughs> you know, coming up, then you balance it based off of that. There is no perfect calendar, but right. what, what you, what we say, um, what works for high performers is that I should be able to look at your calendar and be able to say, oh, she's taking time for self-care, for right. family time, and she's working on big goals. You know, 
you should be able to clearly see that if you're not carving that time out, then you're going every which way. And then that's when you're depleting your energy. That's when you start to feel guilty and then posture yep. syndrome and all those things. And I think though, you have to be careful looking at it sometimes week to week, cause I got into that trap early this year. So early this year, I set myself the goal that by four, so I'm 37, I'll turn 38 in November. And I was like, oh, by, by 40, because actually I wasn't supposed to live until I was 40. I was like, by 40, I wanna be in the, the most, the best physical condition I can be in my life. So then I set myself weekly goals to work out four times a week, hour and a half. And I, I like made all these goals, right? And about mid year, I'm like, I could be the best physically fit, but I'm not going to be the best me at 40 years, right? Like, and so you have to be careful, like, and you have to be yeah. careful, but you have to be willing to reevaluate and look yeah. at it and say, you know what, uh, or another, another thing that I took a pause on uh, for some self, more self-reflection time, I was talking to you about this was how much input I was putting in, how many books I was listening to and all that. And I'm like, I, th I think I just need more self-reflection time right now. Like that's self-care. Like, I don't, I don't need anybody else to tell me any tips or tricks or their secrets of success. I just need to let stuff marinate <laughs> and, and, and also just brain dump and, you know, spend some quiet time or watch the, the silly TV show with my husband, you know, four nights a week instead of working out or doing, working on my self-development. Like, again and then set some boundaries right like when okay for the next three weeks that's what I'm going to do so it's just that's I always do do that weekly look back at my calendar and I say what took me by surprise this week you know for my project or whatever that I don't have the right systems or routines to control yeah. so did a key stakeholder you know all of a sudden there's a crisis because they're not happy with the scope or is it financially and then we didn't have the right costing you know structure it's always like what didn't I have the right routines to manage you know like because mm -hmm. so yes it's good to reflect but then also how do you balance that with grace and self-grace and self-love like yeah I set this goal and I, I want to do it but now where I'm at six months into the year three months in the year, is it the best goal for me? Like back to your point and all the other things that you want to be, does it fulfill your purpose as much? Exactly. Now? And self-reflection is really important for growth. Yeah. If you want to continue to do better. It's self-reflection is one of the things that we teach. It's one of our pillars mm -hmm. and I'm going to plug it in right, right here yeah. is the place. If you all want to have a, a cheat sheet of a self-reflection questions that you can ask yourself, you should join our mini course. It's free. It's five days. It comes straight to your email. So you, we get, send you uh, videos every day. They're less than 10 minutes because we know wow. busy people. And yeah. you actually get the um, high performers self-reflection tool that we offer our clients. We're actually going to give it to you for free within there. So you get a whole workbook. We teach wow. you how to make this um, impactful decision-making, how to influence anyone anywhere. And if anybody's interested that's listening, you can go to ileadwithexcellence.com and you can just sign up right there. Alexis, Doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, I lead, <laughs> I lead with excellence.com and you will get all of those tools where you can connect intentionally, never second guess yourself again, win more days, um, yeah, and influence anyone anywhere. So all the tools that we want, right? We want to be able to make more impact, have more confidence, influence, you know, people and inspire people. Then that's the tools that we're giving um, people like you, yourself, um, to, to just check it out and let us know what you think. So, and it's all for free because we want to make an impact in the world and make sure that everybody gets the tools that we've got trained in. 
So, but going back to you, that was my plug for- Which you should, I love your guys' materials. Like I was giving you the compliment. Um, so if you're not following her on LinkedIn, you should totally be doing that. It will definitely whet your appetite for what she, exactly what she's talking about, right? So if you're like, I don't know, 10 minutes a day and you're not ready to do that, just follow her on LinkedIn and go to start checking out the content. I guarantee you, you're gonna be wanting more. So I'll give you that little shameless plug as well. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Now, um, one last thing I wanted to talk about. Tell us about this award you've received, the Women yeah. Leaders Role Model List, on, and it's featured on Yahoo Finance. Is that right? Yeah, it's sponsored by Yahoo Finance. Um, a very important person to me who was the director of HR at Nestle when we relaunched the Women Engineering Program uh, in 2018. Uh, her name's Laura McCann, and she... Uh, nominated me for that award uh, based on what I'm doing with the Women Engineering Program at Nestle. So we, in 2018, there was a group of uh, about 12 of us who got had gone to like a, a one event. They were having about one event a year and we went and we're like, we need more of this. We need more regular meetings. And, and so out of that group, we ended up launching uh, a group that I co-lead uh, called Women Engineering at Nestle USA. Um, and now they've taken that model and they've reapplied it globally. So we just found out that um, the head engineer of Pakistan called in to our International Women Engineering Day and he let us know that that was the first time they were celebrating that uh, there because of the model that we put out, the structure and all the, what we had been doing because we got to present out in uh, January to the global chief engineers so at Nestle. So that was pretty amazing. So not only in the US are we affecting and, and touching you know over 700 people because we offer our content to, to men as well, but we're really you know impacting globally and so she nominated me for that award um, and I, I think it's funny if I'm gonna just be totally transparent it's obviously a big honor just because I think Laura is amazing and the fact that she would honor you know recognize me um, as being a role model um, is, is very impactful but uh, it's funny because even when I was telling you about it I think it's a, a pitfall of high performers to kind of justify like oh it's just this it's just a award right or it's uh, i don't really want to talk about it or it's probably just really easy Why to get like, like that? i i don't know like you know i do actually have two in my um home office which you could tell is, is my bedroom it's just really a desk in the corner because i don't work from home very much in my current role but um the i have two i do have two things hung on my wall you know one is a dale carnegie uh, immersion course that i took and the other one's a an award I got in, in January of 2020. Um, and I'm like, I, I have those hung up at home, but I don't want to talk about those at work. Like I'm always, I always in the back of my mind think somebody's going to go, why'd she get that? You know, like, does she really deserve that? And I think it comes from us being in a very critical society who doesn't really celebrate and recognize each other like i'm not saying you or i but just in general there is so much more that's posted to be crit critical than truly just happy happy for your success and so i think sometimes i try and shelter things that matter to me from people who might be critical of it right and uh but i'm, I'm gonna try and do something different with this one because i am excited and you know you talked about uh, a couple things about you talked about influence and everything else i mean for me it's about being connected to your purpose. And and my purpose at Nestle is to really impact the most people I can in the most positive way I can. Yeah. And, you know, with my story of being a female engineer, which, you know, you're somewhere between 11 to 18% 
of the of this mm -hmm. category and you know yes this week i led a meeting of 33 men you know uh so i was even way way below that percentage um for me it's really focused for women like how do i impact mentor provide skills and and just encouragement you know sometimes it's just sending somebody a meme on a, on a Tuesday and say, hey, you crossed my mind. I think you're amazing and I hope you smile today. You know, like that might be the moment they need to just catch their breath because they're really suffering from imposter syndrome, you know, yeah. or whatever. And and so I think you know, I'm really proud of what you're doing here and coaching people. And if we can just really like convince ourselves that we don't even have to be a, awarded, but man, if we do get an award, we freaking deserve it. Because we yeah, probably just, we all, I mean, what we've been through in the last, like, what is it now? How many, how much, how long has this crazy world been going on? I don't know. But I mean, we all deserve awards just for keeping it together and not losing it. Um, I win today the reward, right? You know, and I, you know, what I tell people is that when people are criticizing or feeling that criticism, that's a reflection on there. It has nothing to do with you. You 100%. do, you know, and once you start, really embodying yourself and doing you, <laughs> you start to sit, sit, sit into another realm or paradigm of feeling unleashed. That's why yeah. we unleashed leader is yeah. you can leading your life unleashed and feeling be who you are. And yeah. if it starts to, I, I know that even through my business and um, putting myself more out there, yeah, I've lost some friendships around it. You know, it's kind of weird that that would happen, but it had nothing to do with me. They were dealing with whatever they're dealing with, right? Yeah. It was, um, it was difficult, but it is what it is. And so I say the universe is probably clearing the path for mm -hmm. good things to come. And that's just really what it's about. Or, so or one of my favorite things that I have on my phone right now is that you remember that an airplane takes off against the wind not with it. Yeah. And so sometimes that adversity and, and people not supporting you is going to be what you need to make a change. Keep pushing, maybe make a change in yourself, maybe make that drastic change, maybe rethink. Um, you know, I always tell people that because sometimes, uh, especially women, we experience like bias coaching and we just experience coaching that's, you know, it's not technical and it's probably borderline inappropriate. But I always try and like get women, you know, after you get through the complaining about it. it's like okay but what's the one percent like what's yeah. the one percent you can take from that you know if they're just complaining about your communication style which is probably more of a sign of their bias than anything um yeah but how could you become better like forget yeah. it like forget how do you okay so let's go get you some different feedback from another 360 angle and let's let's improve your communication you know and it's not yeah. about doing it for that person who was giving you the critique but it's how do you just be better um and you know, I got some feedback this year. It's like, well, because I was uh, doing a lot of virtual. My my boss now is um, virtual, and a lot of my key stakeholders are up in Solon, and so a lot of my calls. And I'm a new capital project major, capital project manager, and I think there was. Uh, it's not typical for you to go from managing a factory to managing a fifty-five million dollar expansion, um, and so you know. I didn't really take that into consideration that, yeah, I do have to prove it a little bit. Like I, it, I do have to demonstrate, it's not about proving it, but it's like demonstrating. And so I mm -hmm. got feedback, like, so I was trying to like overmanage some things and I got feedback like, well, you just seem like everything's an emergency. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, tell me more about that. And it was a lot came down to like my pitch and my inflection and the way I was speaking. And I was like, interesting. And so I was started going on camera because I was like, maybe, 
the way my tone comes across when I'm not on camera sounds more like I'm like kind of flip it or not control versus now I can see myself when I'm communicating and I can like think and I can slow down, you know, cause maybe I'm excited about something or maybe it's frustrating or whatever. And so then emotion is getting into my voice. But if I can see my face right in the corner of the screen, you know, it does something. Now the feedback, the way I got it, was it perfect? No, but was it super valuable? And did it, I hope, I'm pretty sure improve my performance. Absolutely. So yeah. you got to just take the gift that it is, right? Like even if it's not should, rad, very pretty. We could have another episode on just that right there. You yeah. know, objective criticism and the way we communicate. So yeah. we should hold that thought and bring that on on another episode. <laughs> and what you know what, Catherine, thank you so much for yeah. It was so great reconnecting with you, even if it was Absolutely. just a few minutes before we went live here. But just seeing you again and seeing how far you've gone, I'm so proud of you. You should be so proud of yourself. Thank you. you be celebrating each other more. I mean, you even, we were talking about where I've come from. I think it's been 10 years since yeah. we really, ha really have connected. I think we've talked to yeah. you or I yeah. am a few times, but yeah. it's been really good 10 years and so much in a decade has changed, right? Right. In right. the world, in our lives, and it just gets Crazy. people growing. But thank yeah. you again, and congratulations yes. on your award, much deserved award. And thank can't you. wait to let more people know about it. So, yeah. So, those of you who are listening, thanks again for joining. That was Catherine Maddox, and she um, is the she co-leads the women in engineering at nestle and you know she talked about today with work-life balance or is it really living a fulfilling lifestyle so Definitely. and she gave you tips on what you can do as far as keeping boundaries outsourcing things um learning that you you do live in seasons and then how to change guilt into creating more quality time for yourself yes. and your family Right. So all of those things we talked about today. And again, we did put in a plug and I'm going to say it one more time. If you want to learn more about how to connect intentionally, never second guess yourself again, influence anyone anywhere, then do check out our free mini course that comes straight to your email over the ne next five days. And it's called ileadwithexcellence.com. Thank awesome. you so much, Catherine. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of The Unleashed Leader with your hosts and high-performance coaches, Maureen and Alexis. If you enjoyed this episode and found some inspiration, motivation, or had a great aha moment, then please share it, like it, or review it. And if you have a great comment or a burning question, we would love to hear how we can help. Don't forget to check out our webpage at goalsetcoach.com and find Goalset Coach on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.